hosted by Hannah, Janet, and myself, Pega. We are three bioengineering students at the University of Pittsburgh looking to give a snapshot into all of the crazy surroundings of COVID-19 and what we think about it as engineers and millennials and what we think this means for us as a whole for the future. So this is the final episode of our three-part series. Last time we talked about how different generations are responding um, emotionally, economically, and culturally to the COVID-19 situation. And this episode, we're gonna dive into the politics surrounding it and how socioeconomic status relates to testing and quality of life during quarantine. Why are rich people getting tested? This is absolutely absurd. I just remember reading all these horror stories on Twitter of people who, first of all, won't even get admitted into the hospital until they are literally on their deathbeds, and then they can finally get tested. Meanwhile, Idris Ilba and all of these Kardashians are getting testing without any symptoms or without being exposed to anyone with the coronavirus. I am genuinely flustered. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It's again, it's just showing that they have connections and they can kind of, you know, do whatever they want because they have the money. I think it's absolutely crazy. And there have been, you know, the an increase in testing centers, which is good, but we need more and more and um like I was watching a briefing yesterday and uh, Governor Cuomo of New York was just like, in the country, we just, we need to have um, increased amount of testing. And if we're still preferentially giving it to all these celebrities, as opposed to, you know, the regular Joe Schmo, which who is symptomatic and actually needs it. it like, I, I think we're just not going to be able to move forward unless all that happens. But yeah, Janet, what do you think? I think as far as um, the people who aren't getting tested, um, I definitely have major concerns. Like, you know, it doesn't make sense if somebody's saying that you could have corona without having symptoms, but you have to have all these symptoms, including a fever, to get tested. The fact that people are getting turned down just because oh, like, we have a limited amount of tests and then are giving it to people who have no symptoms whatsoever doesn't make any sense. And I think, too, just thinking about, like, if we really want to protect the people that are really, like, keeping America, like, like held together, a.k.a. the healthcare workers, like, like, the doctors, the nurses, all the hospital staff, like, all of them, I think there should be some sort of, maybe some sort of preference for, like, them first. And then, yes, the rest of us, the average Americans, deserve this. But the fact that, I mean, we're going straight to, you know, who has the most money to contribute? Um, or maybe we're not even saying money. It's just who has the most, the most status, you know? What can we get out of this by bringing a, attention to a celebrity is really just, I don't know if that's the right way to go about things, for real. I agree. Literally, my roommate, her friend had all of these symptoms. They, she lost her sense of smell. She lost her sense of taste. She had the cough. She had all these symptoms, but she didn't have a fever and she could not get tested. 
Like, what kind of other illness is going around right now where you're losing your sense of taste and smell? And why can't she get tested? And it's, it's like, she's still going to respond as if she's positive. She's still going to quarantine herself. But still, like, she should be able to have access to testing. It doesn't make sense. And I know that there's limited amount, but, like, we knew that this was coming our way. This started, when did this start? In December in China? Like, we knew this was going to happen and this was going to come. And it was spreading quickly and they didn't know what was causing the spread. They didn't know what was causing, like, any of this. I mean, we just needed to respond better to the situation. And because of that, many people that cannot afford um, to pay $100,000 for a test, I don't know how much they're paying, but it's definitely not $5. Like, just because they can't afford to do this because they have to go to work every day to take care of their families, they can't get tested. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I can keep going. Yeah, because I think, like, that's a good point. It's, like, on, like, on the economic side, it's, like, can they afford it? Is it available for them? But then kind of on, um, like, the other side that I'm thinking about, too, is just if the government or, you know, wherever they're getting the materials from, like, are only giving it to higher-up celebrities or really rich people or, like, Jeff Bezos or something like, someone like that, it, it makes you feel kind of less quote-unquote worthy and, like, how your government views people who are rich versus um you know the average american so on on that sense it, it's kind of unsettling because it's like what are you what is the government trying to say or like what is being said about me as a person compared to these um higher up celebrities or higher up rich people and stuff so it's a, it's a bit it's very concerning it's a bit degrading um if you really need the testing you're not going to be able to get it just because you know you're just a regular person, which is sad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You go ahead. And I feel as if, I mean, the way the government has been handling this whole thing with the back and forth and, you know, telling you don't wear a mask, you know, you're taking them away from hospital workers, a mask won't do anything, and now telling you to get creative and make your own mask. I mean, we're going to have to, like, come up with, like, more, like, we need more, we need better science communication and leadership, but I think we also need leadership who really learns how to stick to, like, morals and whatever American values that we say define ourselves. I think we really need to look at them and say, are we honoring those values as a country? Period. also a good transition into how um all of these celebrities are like stay at home guys like you need to stay at home you need to take this seriously while they're quarantining in a mansion with a tennis court a pool a bowling alley a movie theater um hello I have like two rooms in my house and a bathroom like I'm losing my mind I'm sorry I don't have all these resources that you have and then they go and sing this song. What was that? The Wonder Woman. She goes and sings Imagine. Like, what is that going to do? Imagine what? Give us some money. Donate your money. Like, do something good. I just, they're so irritating. Yeah. It, and 
I mean, it's, I think the most of celebrities are kind of acting that way. There have, of course, you know, it's not always going to be like one way, but there have been like some good celebrities that have been donating, donating to a bunch of causes. Um, and like Pink, she posted on her Instagram that like her and her three-year-old, three-year-old son, like they were symptomatic and they got tested a few weeks ago. Um, and now they got tested again. I also don't know about the availability of like being retested. That's also questionable of how she got that, but she she was very aware that she was privileged in that sense. Um, so like that's a total of four tests that she got that other people didn't. Um, and so she was aware of this, called out the government, and but she donated half a million to Temple University Hospital Emergency Fund, um, where her mom used to work, and then also like the city of LA um, Mayor's Emergency COVID-19 Crisis Fund. So there are celebrities that are, you know, being like, stay at home, everything's fine. Like I can, like, we can do this together. And you're like, you're just sitting at home and, you know, flaunting your luxuries to us to somehow maybe give us quote unquote, an escape from our own living situation. But there are some, you know, celebrities that are doing good and, you know, being aware of their situation. And then also, you know, some, maybe somehow correcting for it by giving, um, some money that they can to different funds. Let's transition and dive into our good friend, Donald Trump, and how this happened. All right, well, (laughs) same. And how this could have been gone so much better. So I'm going to go through a timeline kind of of the coronavirus. So in December 31st of 2019, China reports the discovery of the coronavirus to the World Health Organization. January 6th, the CDC issued a travel notice for Wuhan, China due to the spreading. In January 11th, The CDC issued a level one travel health notice for Wuhan, China. January 20, Dr. Fauci announces that the NIH is already working on the development of a vaccine. Where it at? I don't know, but you know. January 27th, the White House Coronavirus Task Force started meeting to help monitor and contain the spread of the virus and provide updates to the president. January 27th, end of January. That's almost a month after it's been discovered, but that's fine. We'll keep going. Um, January 31st, the Trump administration declared coronavirus a public health emergency, announces Chinese travel restrictions, and suspended entry to the U.S. for foreign nationals who pose a risk of transmitting the disease. February 29th, the FDA allowed certified labs to develop and begin testing coronavirus testing kits by reviewing pending applications. February 29th, Trump administration announced a level four travel advisory to areas of Italy and South Korea, barred all travel to Iran. Don't even get me started about how the coronavirus got into Iran. I have a whole thing about it. (laughs) And then barred the entry of foreign citizens who visited Iran in the last 14 days. So you're going to tell us that theory, Pega? Okay. Literally, let me know who goes from Iran to China. Literally nobody. They don't (laughs) like each other, okay? You don't want to go there. So I wonder how... (laughs) Iran coronavirus. My theory is that the U.S. put it in Iran. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. 
March 6th, President Trump signed an $8.3 billion bill to fight the coronavirus outbreak. And then basically now they have this whole stimulus package. They have these plans. They have like a phase one, phase two, phase three plan. I haven't personally looked into it. But overall, I think the actions, like we learn in our class that the FDA is a reactive organization. They are reacting to issues that happen and that's how they make their legislation. But I think in a case of a pandemic, if you see that China, it's spreading from China to Iran to Italy, like if it's going that far and we have yet to start any kind of research, any kind of testing, any kind of um, even just closing the borders, I think it's just really just irresponsible of the government. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, I, I, I really feel the same way. As far as the government's reaction, it's just been so irresponsible. I mean, there's been contradictions and how Trump is saying, you know, you didn't have to worry about this. We didn't have to worry about this. Like, I want everyone back to work by April. And now it's April and they're like, oh, we're going through May. And it's just like, I think, you know, there's such thing as incrementalism where you don't want to like overwhelm people at first, but a sense of, a candid sense of honesty is, is that really too much to ask for? I mean, we're, we are literally funding the government, taxpayer dollars. Can we just have some intimacy, some genuineness? You know, we want to know what's going on just like everyone else does. The stock market's going to crash. We don't want you know, governors pulling out all their stocks and everyone else being screwed over. This isn't fair. These are people's livelihoods. So I just would like the leadership of this country to really, really consider its people when they, when they do such, make such decisions, you know? I think that was super, like, very well put. <laughs> like, I don't think I could say that any better. And I think Thank tying you. that... I think tying that back to to like how the rich and the like people of higher socioeconomic status are being treated better like they waited this long to do anything to do research to do testing to do the social distancing situation um and they've they've waited this long and then now they're giving you know preferential um you know treatment to people of higher statuses so like that it makes me feel even more <laughs> degraded or like belittled that you can't even you know just be decent be honest and you know establish things when you see them coming um over like from abroad we like like pega said months ago we saw things happening there and nothing was being done in the u.s so the fact that you waited so long and then now you're not even the the you know the americans uh, like the average american that is being affected you won't even help them you're helping you know people who have money so it's I'm going to leave your viewers with a little question to think about. Send us some emails and write back to us with your thoughts. Are we really all in this together? Like, do we all feel like we are banded together in this isolation solidarity? I don't know. Oh. Can I give my answer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, <laughs> like Kylie Jenner telling me to stay inside, <laughs> like it's not very effective like she's uh she's not in my like same situation she's not you know i mean i, I admittedly 
you know, I have a privileged life. I haven't had many hardships and I'm okay economically right now. I'm not sick. My family's not sick. So that that's my situation. But, you know, people are in a more dire situations and they're really struggling during this time. So having a celebrity or, you know, someone higher up who has all of these all this access to healthcare and resources and, you know, connections to get testing and stuff. They're not being, it's not very empathetic for them to be like, this is going to be okay. We're all in this together. Uh, sure. We can have the same banded, you know, future intentions or values to how we want to react, but really the way, the way someone is in, in this situation, it's going to be different from people to people. And I think it's, it's too different from, a celebrity's perspective to like, you know, an average American's perspective. Um, so I think like receiving this type of message though from like friends or like parents or teachers, like people in our own communities, I feel like that's much more effective because um, I feel like they just see you more and see your situation more. Um, so yeah, that I think that's just in my opinion. That's a little bit a little bit tacky for celebrity to claim they're like, oh, I'm just like you. We're all in this together. Let's have a Disney sing along on ABC. Like, <laughs> like are you adding Beyonce? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, oh, musical. Okay. Yeah. You can love your celebrities and stuff, but they they don't necessarily. You understand them maybe, but they don't understand you necessarily. That's um, that's very valid. I think. I, I don't have anything to add. I really like that. One thing my mom always says, it's like, oh my gosh. I'll be like, oh my gosh, mom, Beyonce did this, this, and this. She's like, okay, well, does Beyonce care if you do this, this, or this? And I'm like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, very true. <laughs> but I think that is just very valid right now, too. But mm. anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to our three-part series. Um de True. We're, we're uh, cultured here. Um, <laughs> if you guys want us to continue or anything, just write like to and us subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. You know, we're all in quarantine, so <laughs> not doing anything else. Um, Tag us in your podcasts. <laughs> yeah. This has been the Pandemic Podcast. I'm Pega. I'm Hannah. I'm okay. I'm Pega. <laughs> I'm Hannah. <laughs> And I'm Janet. Okay, and we've been and your you're host. watching Disney Channel. <laughs> and we've been your host, and we've had a great time talking to you guys about what is going on in the world today. Um, and on that note, everyone stay safe, social distance, wash your hands, take care of eat your, your vegetables, ones, eat your vegetables, exercise, do your, do your laundry. At me. Yeah, call your mom, <laughs> your, mom <laughs> your grandma, call everyone, and just reach out to people and just be like, hey, are you okay? Because I don't think everyone is okay at the moment. I know I'm Very not. true. Yeah, checking so, out the people you love. Right. But, bye! See bye. you. Bye! <laughs>